A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online. So any small business could be a driving force to create change or build an empire. We know old ideas aren't cutting it anymore. So we're calling for a new generation of thinking. Your way of thinking. So whatever you have in mind that will help make a different future, find everything you need to get started at GoDaddy.com. Because the future isn't decided yet. It's up to us to make it happen. Start different at GoDaddy.com. COVID-19 patients need your help. If you've fully recovered from COVID-19 or unknowingly been exposed to it, you may have the antibodies that could help COVID-19 patients recover. Donate blood and receive testing for COVID-19 antibodies. Visit Vitalant.org today to schedule an appointment to donate blood. That's V-I-T-A-L-A-N-T dot org. Help save lives and schedule your appointment at Vitalant.org. You could help save lives. This is an ode to Napa cabbage. Of all the cabbages on all the cabbage farms, only you have the crisp crunch worthy of our Bibigo Korean dumplings. No other cabbage would do, because no other cabbage tastes like you. We love you, Napa cabbage. Just don't tell Green Onion. Napa cabbage, one of many obsessively crafted ingredients in every hearty, flavorful Korean dumpling from Bibigo. Go handcrafted. Go Bibigo. Authentic Korean dumplings now in the freezer aisle. On episode 55 of Confessions of a Marketer, we have an appeal to CMOs. Hi, it's Mark Reed Edwards. Welcome back to Confessions of a Marketer. Alex Withers of In Motion Now is back as a follow-up to our chat about the in-house creative management survey. We have his appeal to his fellow CMOs. Coming up, I've got Cahill Puel in to chat about the attention economy, and we've got Chris Clegg of Portma in to chat on creating stronger marketing with data. Tisha Miller of iCrossing will be here to chat about the intersection of technology and marketing. And we've got Ben Afia, who's been on before a couple of times. He'll be back to share his language manifesto. Lots more in store, so stay tuned. I want to invite you to have a listen to my other venture, the innovation podcast, The iPod with Garnett Harriman. Lots of fun stuff happening there. Head over to theinnovationpodcast.co to tune in. Okay, Alex Withers is back with an appeal to his fellow CMOs. There are five points, all drawn from the data in the in-house creative management survey that Alex feels CMOs need to take to heart. Some very valuable info here, so let's get to it. Alex, we're back with part two of our chat about your 2019 in-house creative management report. At the end of the report, you have an appeal to the CMO and you share some CMO marching orders. I thought it'd be fun to go through those orders. So the first one is give the creative team a seat at the strategic table. Can you explain that? Yeah, I think that, so firstly, we know that creatives want to have a seat at the strategic table. They don't want to just be order takers. If you want to increase share of voice. If you want to shout larger than your spend in market, and we do a great job of that, and I'm very proud of my team and the, the, the investment we make in marketing, which is substantial, but not as much as some of our competition, we shout louder than we spend. Yeah. And that comes from creative efficiency and collaboration and making sure the creative process is strategic. The CMO is in charge of often the actually more often than not the marketing and creative teams so this all rolls up to him or her and how they lead those teams and how they 
join those teams. And so giving the creative team a seat at the strategic table allows the creative team to produce their best work and have creativity that is in line with the business goals of the organization. It's not easy to be creative. It's easier to be creative but disconnected from the goals of an organization because your creative palette is so much freer. We've got to find a way of creating the best work, the best cut through, the best engagement for the business goals of the, of the organization, as well as having campaigns that are award-winning and, and create a sense of pride within the company. So point number two, provide workflow automation like the rest of the marketing team. So I believe very passionately about this. Full disclaimer, this is the area that there's obviously a, an agenda from our side because we're the sure. number one workflow tool for the marketing and creative world. Marketing and creative requires the same level of technology-enabled collaboration, analytics, and efficiency that the rest of the organization has already seems obvious. And yet, um, you know, our business is growing 40% year over year because there's so much runway out there. There are so many things that don't have this yet. Yeah. And it's amazing that when those teams do deploy a solution like InMotion, the benefits are fantastic and the creative teams are happy and the morale is up and the quality of the work goes up. Yeah, and the, the next point seems to me like something that everybody should be doing, but it doesn't seem like it's as widespread as you would want. Invest in training and development. What's the secret to that? Well, I think this comes back to something we talked about in part one of our conversation around you can't just bolt on a creative team and expect it to work seamlessly with the rest of the organization. The CMOs understand how to invest in marketing training and development because it's a path they've been along. And so they know how to and why to send a marketing manager on a Pardot accelerator or to a serious decisions conference on go-to-market strategy. They don't understand as much the creative world and how to invest in creative training. So don't put them in a corner and just make them order takers. Make them a true part of your team, and that involves investing in their careers just as much as you invest in the marketing career. If you've recovered from COVID-19 or unknowingly been exposed to it, you may have antibodies that could help COVID-19 patients. Donate blood and receive testing for COVID-19 antibodies. Visit Vitalit.org today. And that brings us to number four, which is promote an equal partnership between creative and marketing. And maybe it starts with training and development. I think it does. I think there are kind of multiple facets to leadership and how you inspire teams and train teams and how you get the best from teams. And training and development is certainly one of them. Process is one of them. Having respectful service level agreements between the teams. And when those SLAs aren't met, having a very frank conversation with both sides to understand who missed SLA. Was it that creative were late delivering on something? Was it that marketing didn't give creative enough time to do their job? Or the brief wasn't filled out properly? Or they didn't even fill out a brief? So it's a little bit like, you know, parenting, you know, a brother and a sister, and I've got three kids at home that are squabbling. <laughs> well, you've got to go right in there and understand 
you can send them both to their rooms, but you've got to understand root cause, who is at fault in the kind of the SLA between brother and sister and create a learning opportunity. It's the same thing in business as a leader. How are you going to look at these two teams and understand that you can't favor one or the other? You have to embrace them both as unique value adds to the dynamic and respect between the two teams has to be mutual and equal. And so the the final point in your appeal to the CMO is improve business context and goals around creative assignments. And that may be connected to what you were just talking about. Yeah, I think that, you know, it's easy for marketers to believe that the creative team are just, you know, so often their own world of creativity and the Adobe living in the Adobe creative cloud that they're not going to understand the business goals. They're not data driven. How do you expect the creative team to have passion for the business versus just their own isolated creativity if you're not sharing business goals and you're not creating a unified mission for the business and objectives and key results are not proliferated through the whole organization? Everyone's not on the same page. So it's very important. If you look back at where marketing was, we were producing these cool you know, it was the Mad Men world of, of uh, you know, 30-second spots. And we'd sit in, you know, research facilities, eating M&Ms with one-way mirrors, listening to people in qualitative research groups. We didn't have the data feedback mechanisms we have now. Creative has to become data-driven and be bought into the objectives of the organization. So I would say the appeal to the CMO is don't shut your creative team out of those business conversations. Don't assume they're not interested. Give them a chance to understand business objectives. Give them a chance to understand analytic feedback from the market on how their assets performed. Then be better. Outside of this stuff, Alex, any trends or developments you're anticipating for the rest of 2019? Well, we know from the trend line of these reports that in-house is going to continue to grow. Hmm. The economy is strong. Just by going to these big events like How Design Live and Adobe Max, we see the, in, the continued investment in the marketing and creative environment. I think we're going to continue to see the, the demand for process efficiency. And what we've seen as a business, which is interesting, without going too much into the internal workings of our organization, larger enterprise organizations catching up to the fact that they need to invest in this. And I think that's an industry trend we're going to see through 2019, 2020 is in-house teams, small, medium and large, are going to see that they have to create a better process with their marketing partners and they have to appeal to the CMO to take marketing dollars and invest in it in the same way you're investing in the rest of the organization. Fascinating. It'll be fun to watch. And I really appreciate your time here on Confessions of a Marketer, Alex. Absolutely, Mark. It's always a pleasure to chat with you and look forward to the next one. Thanks to Alex for sharing his views in this episode. What an interesting chat that was. Next time, Cahill Puel will be here. He's founder and CEO of Byte Media Group, and he'll be here to chat about the attention economy. This episode of Confessions of a Marketer was written, produced, and edited by yours truly. T. Jordan of A-Class Productions wrote the theme music. Confessions of a Marketer is a trademark of Reed Edwards Global Inc., and this episode is copyright 2019. I'm Mark Reed Edwards. See you next time.